This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. And we are joined on the phone by Austin Dossie, who is making way more money in way less time. How are you, Austin? I'm doing good, Bob. How are you? And he is hails from the lovely Rancho Cucamonga, which I like saying over and over again. Cucamonga. That's fun. That's fun. (laughs) We also have Patty Crowley in studio. The lovely Patty Crowley. Glad to be here. Now, what I really want to talk about is Patty's dating life, but we're (laughs) going to get to that later. I think I did this headline of the day the other day. I'm gonna, so uh, it's time for the headlines of the day, Ramon. We always start with a headline. Patty's going to agree with this headline. It says, the average woman speaks over 16,000 words per day. Did you know that, Patty? I did not know that. Yeah. It says a man speaks almost that much, but most of those words are in the form of an apology. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. So, uh, oh, look, the guy's calling me because uh, my car may be done. Oh, I pray to God. Oh, yay. Mine is Let too. us pray. We both have our cars in. Please, little baby Jesus, let the car be done. So, uh, Austin, um, oh, let's do talk about Patty's dating life, oh, shall oh, we? Oh, let's, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Ramon, do we, have any, do we have any intro music for that? No. There we go. There we go. It's about now, Patty and I are working. That's the only one I had. I apologize. No, the secret perfect. to fearless agent is the right words for every real estate sales yes. situation, right? Now, you've made a lot of money, Austin, by having the exact right words in every real estate sales situation because of fearless agent, correct? I have. Now, Patty and I are now working on the perfect words to dump a boyfriend, which she does routinely. <laughs> These guys don't work out. For example, like she's on Match. Are you on Match.com? Yes, I am. Okay, what's your handle? How can people look I, you I'm up? I'm not if... telling you. Are you kidding me? <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> want that to get out. But I'm just telling you this. They First, they swipe right or do something like that. Is that how it yeah, works? Yeah, they send you a message. And then there's a text and they say, hey, why don't we go out for coffee or something right, exactly. like that. Right, And then Patty now says, let's just skip the coffee and go right to the restraining order. <laughs> It just saves a lot. He's of time. not really that far from the truth. No, I've served two of them with you, so that's that's kind of bad. So the the most recent guy is not working out. We're going to have to come up with a little memorized stick. I need some words, Bob. By the time out. this episode's come out, he'll be a distant memory. It'll be a fine. But I'm it, just going to send a text. It starts right with the words, talking. "I have decided that." Yes, we did, we talked about that. I have. It's decided not me. That. It is you. <laughs> Okay. Enough about Patty. Austin, what's going on? Nothing much. Business is business is good. How good is it? Out here in Southern California. Now, by the way, really when good. we you're the guy, you were on a previous podcast when he was uh he had coached with me for three weeks and you had been in a competing coaching program that rhymes with uh Tyke Jerry or something like that. And uh <laughs> I asked you in in all the 
time you were three years of coaching with them, what's the most number of listing appointments you had ever scheduled in a single week? And you said three, which is not bad in Rancho Cucamonga, which is a very competitive market. More realtors per square inch than just about anywhere else. That's true. So, uh, and then I said, you've been coaching with me for three weeks. How many did you schedule last week? And he said, I took nine listings in the last two weeks. And now you are the number one agent in your company. Isn't that correct? That is correct. Okay. Which is always my goal for any of my new coaching students is that they become the number one earning agent in their company. But you're the number one agent by any measurement. And how many agents are in your your company? Uh, We have about 120. Okay. So, um, so what's going on that you would like to talk about today? Uh, cold calling. Oh, so like I, I love I cold think calling. We dis- yeah, we discussed it uh, yesterday briefly on the phone. Uh, the when nailing down the when you know for sale by owners and expires. The when is now because they've mm-hmm. already raised their hand. Uh, the cold calling uh, and nailing down the when is sometimes difficult for me. Uh, to nail down exactly when. Well, what did they say? Fuck them. First of all, when you make the cold call, you say, hi, this is Austin. I'm a real estate agent with Century 21, in, uh, 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 and I was just calling to see if you might be thinking of selling your house. So they say no. I mean, they say yes. If they say yeah. no, you would say, uh, do you have any plans of moving ever? And if they say, oh, yeah, but not for like six months or something like that, then you go, holy cow, that's an emergency, right? So, yeah. um, but when they say yes, uh, the first question you must ask, this is the secret to cold calling, is not when, but where are you moving to? So if you say okay. the very first thing, when can I make money off of you because I only care about me earning a commission – uh, that's off-putting. So w- if you care about the customer, where they're moving to or where their money is moving to if they don't live in the property. So where are you moving to? And then they say, oh, we're moving to Arizona. And then uh, you'd say, um, uh, when you move to Arizona, are you going to rent or are you going to buy? So these next questions that fall under the category of where. So it's where, when, let's get together is kind of the kind of the model. Or okay. where, when, when should I check back with you if you're not going to get okay. together, if it's too soon. So uh, when you do where uh, are you moving to, uh, they say wherever, Denver, whatever. And then you say um, when you go to Denver, are you going to rent or are you going to buy? So the purpose of these next questions is I'm looking for a money problem. Now, many people have a money problem, but they have no idea they have it. Okay. So Patty has a listing. I was in it. Okay. It's a condo. It's in Scottsdale. It's crappy, kind of, right? Right. Are we allowed to say that on the – yeah, it's crappy. Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, it had that low self-esteem smell. You know what I'm talking about. She, it smells like that in here, by the way. I just realized I know that, that but that's, I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> and that's the good news in here. 
you know, this is this is a classy place. Right it now. is. And this is. It looks like a padded cell. There's foam on the walls. I'm used to that. That's all I'm saying. So the uh, condo. What's the price? Two twenty four nine. Okay, two twenty four nine is is the asking price, and uh, it has a association fee of how much? Like four seventy. Something like that. Okay. So that means – so if I – I'm going to do math on the air. Ramon? Oh, I'm ready You like it when I do math? Here we go with a song. Math, math is so much fun, so much fun for everyone. Math. Yeah, math. Oh, I lied, Bobby. Change the number. Oh, great. I'm not playing the song. You're not playing the song again? No. It's actually 597. Includes all utilities. For the homeowners association? Yes. Well, if we took the utilities – well, no, that she's going to pay included. that even she's if it's empty. It. Yep. So five twenty-seven. Ninety-seven. Five. So six hundred. Yep. So if I take six hundred times twelve, so that's what the one thing I do know is that that condo is the worst. I know. Possible. I mean, she's not living in it, right. so it is only an investment. So you don't invest in things to get poor, but that is going down $7,200 a year, even if the value stayed the same. She's losing $7,200 a year. So that's devastating. It is. So if I said to a, a client, uh, let's, say, let's say there's you know, a stock you can invest in, and I'm promoting that stock, and the only thing you knew about the stock is that it is going to lose $7,200 a year. That's all you know about it. Would you buy it? And they'd say no. I'd say, well, that's what you are doing. Would you keep a stock that was losing seventy two? This is insane, okay? So you need to run from that as if it were on fire. So that lady has a money problem. And I don't know if she knows that or not yet, but I can explain it to her so she would understand it. So – Real estate is about the elaborate setup that gets to one magic question that has no wrong answer. So that's what we're doing when we're cold calling. So where are you moving to, Denver? Are you going to rent? Are you going to buy? If they say, I'm going to buy, I'd say, is it going to be a house or is it going to be a condo? It's going to be a house. Is it going to be bigger or is it going to be smaller? Well, it's going to be bigger. Uh, Is it – now, if they said it's going to be smaller – I would say, is it important to you that it's smaller? Or if it was a little bit bigger, would that be okay? If they say, no, we need it to be smaller, that's probably, I can smell the money problem there. So uh, is it is it going to be more expensive or less expensive? Well, we think it's going to be more expensive. So there's the money problem, if it's going to be more expensive. If they said, no, nah, it's probably going to be less expensive, well, do you need it to be less expensive? Or would it be okay if it was a fair amount more expensive. No, we need it to be less expensive. There's your money problem. So once I know the the money problem, then I'm going to say, well, with that in mind, if I have an amazing strategy, which I do, and no other agent has it, and I already know you know they do not have it, and it would 1,000% guarantee you that the buyer would grossly overpay for your house and they would be happy that they did, and you would end up netting after all expenses are paid, you would net tens of thousands of dollars extra, more than any other agent could get you, more than you could get any other way. Would that help your cause financially or are you allergic to money? Now, there's no way they're going to get that answer wrong. So there's your elaborate setup. All those questions were the elaborate setup to get to are you allergic to money or do you like money? And they will not get it wrong. 
So they say, oh, no, I like money. Say, okay. I think it's fair to assume then, and this is called crushing the competitors coming up next. I think it's fair to assume that what you would want to avoid is what all the other agents do. And I think I know you know what they do. What they do is they care about fairness to the buyer. They always want the buyer to get a good deal. That's their mindset. If you go to any agent's website, it says search for homes. So you already know they only care about the buyer. And they say things like you got to be realistic on your price. And that's the kind of baloney that causes nice people like you to lose tens of thousands of dollars, just the way your neighbors did, I happen to know, when they sold their houses way too cheap. And I know you know that. So is it fair to say that's what you would like to avoid? They say yes, and now they are crushing your competitors for you. So you're not going to be offended when I hand you tens of thousands of extra dollars, more than your house is worth, more than any other agent could get you net. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. So when? Now we're at when. Okay. So we've sold them on the product, which is the tens of thousands of extra dollars. We've crushed the competitors. We've resold them on the product. Now we go to when. When is the soonest you would open up your hand and let me plunk the tens of thousands of extra dollars into it, and that would coincide with moving day, probably. So what do they say, Austin? Um, maybe next summer. So maybe next summer means maybe next summer or maybe the summer or two after that. Is, is that correct? That's correct. Well, then they're really not a seller. Okay. So a real seller... When they were before, I crushed the competitors, resold them on the product, and put the money plunk in their hand. That visual of plunking the money in their hand makes them to move their plans sooner if it's a real seller, if they can. So they say, Oh, eight months. I'd say, Okay, so moving day, the soonest you can imagine moving day realistically ever being would be eight months from today. Is that correct, Austin? Yeah, around that time. If you knew you were going to lose tens of thousands of dollars by waiting just eight months, would you have to wait? Uh, No, wouldn't have to wait. Say, how could I lose tens of thousands of dollars by waiting eight months, Bob? Uh, How could I lose tens of thousands of dollars by waiting eight months, Bob? Well, it wouldn't matter if you have to wait. Do you have to wait? No, you don't have to wait. So, again, most agents right then at this moment would pounce on the appointment and try to book it. But I'm looking for any reason not to go too soon. So I don't want to blow off all my ammo before I get to the gunfight. So I'd say, okay. So to avoid losing tens of thousands of dollars needlessly, when is the soonest, realistically, that you can imagine yourself, all all your stuff would be out of your house, You'd be in the next place. When's the soonest realistically moving day could ever actually happen, do you think? Uh, maybe like six months. Okay. And are you married, Austin? I am. Can, your, can you imagine your wife thinking that was okay? Yeah, she'd be okay with that. When should I check back with you? Uh, probably back in about three months. Okay. Now, because he said three months, I'm going to cut that in half. And I'm going to do a month, month and a half. Because what just happened is I put the idea of moving sooner in his head, which he never had. So now he's going to be thinking about it. Now he's going to go to an open house. 
and all of a sudden, if I wait three months to call, there's a Cobo Banker sign in the yard, not Century 21, not my sign, right? So I want to call them. I just use the rule of thumb of cut it in half and then call them. So I've, I remind my database to, to remind me or put it in my calendar or however you do that to remind myself to call them back in three months. When I call back in three months, there's some likelihood that they don't reckon they don't remember me or that conversation. So we kind of do that whole thing over again if they didn't remember me. But I would remind them I'm the guy who gets the sells them on the product. I would again crush the competitors, resell them on the product, and then redo when and and when probably has been kicked out more months. That typically is the way it works. That was my next question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I deal with people when I follow up. It's it, it keeps getting extended. Well, maybe three more months. Well, that's uh, because moving months. has all the fun of a colonoscopy. <laughs> you put it off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Unpleasant things get but put it, off. Is that someone worth continually following up with when they just keep saying every time you call them again? Uh, maybe mm-hmm. another three months. Maybe another four months. Maybe another six months. Well, and the original call. When they say, for sure, it's going to be less than two years, or when I ascertain that, not when they say it. But I'm, I, you know, I'll give you a multiple choice, true, false. I, I'm going to figure that out. When, when is the soonest moving day would ever be? They go, well, you know, we were thinking about putting it on the market after the first of the year. Oh, so I want you to think about not putting it on the market day, but moving day. Moving day means all your stuff is out of the house. It's empty. You're in another place. Realistically, when is the soonest you can imagine that ever being? And I'm not trying to rush them. I'm trying to – I want to know the truth. Okay. And they say, well, I don't know. Okay, is there any chance that you would be still living in the house you're in now one year from today? Any chance that could happen? Well, maybe. How about two years from today? Oh, no, that would never happen. So if they say that, then I would put them in my database. And the truth is, it'll be three or four years. Probably. Okay. Yeah, because I I looked over all my cold call listings that I listed and closed and got paid for. And I have a way of remembering, typically, the initial conversation. And every single one just straight up said, this is where we're moving to and this is when. All the others that I can think of that said maybe or possibly. I've, I, it's very, very rare for me to list those and close them. So is it safe to say I should simply just focus on people that straight up say this is where we're moving to and when and kind of avoid the people that say, oh, maybe or possibly. Yeah, maybe means maybe not. Possibly means almost certainly not. Uh, yeah. yeah, they have to have a plan. So it's thinking of selling, planning on moving. They have to have a plan. Yeah, and that's the question I've been asking myself lately as I'm talking to these people in my head is, does it sound like this person has a plan, yes or no? And if it doesn't, then I think they're a waste of my time. If they do, it it usually leads into a paycheck. By the way, uh, if somebody was thinking about doing fearless agent coaching, what advice would you give them? 100% do it. It's uh, changed my business entirely. Uh, it's, it's, it was the best decision I made for my business. There's nothing better out there. I've, I've tried all the different, uh, coaches, Mike Ferry, Tom Ferry, Ricky Caruth, all of you guys. Now, uh, how many listing appointments do you schedule a week on average these days? Four to five. How many listings did you take last month? 
Not bad. Not too shabby. Yeah. How many listings did you take last week? Two. Okay. Good week. So you used to be a police officer, is that correct? I did. Now, I'm sure we've met in the past. I was too drunk to remember it, but I think that... Uh, so, so when you, you are good at getting your questions answered routinely. I noticed the, the cops... everything right there. Now, I don't know if I ever told you this, but Patty's seen this. In my car, I have an envelope in my glove box. Have you seen that, Patty? No, I don't think I have. <laughs> what is it? He's going to hate this because he was a cop. So when the cops pull you over... I pull out this envelope, and it has my registration and my uh, insurance card in it because I'm uh, organized, right? But in big block letters on the outside of the white envelope, it says, do you know why you pulled me over? (laughs) (laughs) So I show that to the cop. I say, see, I'm ready for you, and they, they think it's funny. He would have me in handcuffs and his knee on my neck in no time, but that's okay. That's okay. It's all It's just good, clean fun. Uh, funny. So, uh, and you were, uh, you know, those guys on Live PD were your friends, isn't that correct? Yeah, those are my buddies. Yeah, see. So, uh, when the cops pull you over and they ask you, where are you headed? Uh, you know they're lying when their voice goes high, right? Mm-hmm. Or that when it's, okay. you know, I'm going to the, uh, Bible study. Over there. Over there. <laughs> they know they're telling there. the truth. Their voice goes, I'm going to the liquor store. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you that. It's true. <laughs> okay. So what other questions do you have, Austin? Or should we talk about Patty's bit dating life some more? Yeah, I, I think we're good with that. Are we good with that? Is there anything else you have to add? I, I really want to plumb the depths. <laughs> okay, go ahead. What else do you want to ask me? Let's see. What's the other? What's the other? Remember this? You, you've had a stalker. Mm-hmm. There's court proceedings still going on. Yes. <laughs> so I said yes. As we speak. <laughs> okay. See, that's fun, isn't it, Austin? Yeah, it is. I should send Austin and some of his friends over to take care of that guy. Yeah, I've had the, the married yeah, we'll guy. Yeah, we'll handle that for you. <laughs> oh, Doreen's calling me. Now, last week, Doreen was on the air singing her TV jingles. Do you remember that, Ramon? I do. Did They're that still, have anything to do with real estate? Those jingles are still stuck in still my head, in, though. Still yeah. in your head. That Patty Duke joke. I can't wait to jingle. hear that one. Do you know any jingles, Patty? I do not know any jingles. Well, me neither. I, and I wouldn't sing them anyway. <laughs> sure you would. I could make you do anything. Doreen must have a good voice. She really voice. didn't. That's no. the funny thing. It was kind of pathetic. It wasn't great. It's, it's the fact that she knows the words that was amazing, not that the song stylings were good. They, they really weren't. You could sing Happy Days. Like that one I would know. Let's hear it. No. Sunday, Monday, Happy Day. Oh, there she's doing it. We got her to do it. Oh, I love that. Okay. Austin, what other questions do you have? For sale by owners, I get this a lot. Uh, I'm an agent. For sale by owners, says I'm an agent, or I used to be an agent, or my family member's an agent. Typically, I notice that those, even if I set the appointment, they typically never go well because the part-time agent thinks they know everything and wants to argue with me when I'm there. You know, one one thing, I wouldn't say, uh, by the way, everything works, right? You can dig a ditch with a spoon is my favorite saying, but um, there are some things I don't recommend. So I I would always look for uh, trends. Like if this type of person is always problematic, it's probably a good idea to learn from that. I'll give you an example. Some people are extraordinarily chatty over-the-top talkative about 
all kinds of things that really have nothing to do with their situation selling their house. That does not generally turn into a paycheck. That is narcissism, and I think they just like talking to realtors because they're lonely and all their friends have gone away because they are that chatty, and now they just like to talk to realtors. So you can burn up a lot of time doing that. Or they're trying to find Patty on Match. Could be. Could be. And then uh, the other one is uh, like luxury. Luxury has its own set of problems. Um, like I always say that I never met a realtor who knew everything about medicine, but I never knew a doctor who didn't know everything about real estate. So sometimes because people own a luxury home, they think they know about real estate. If they knew anything about investing, they would never buy a luxury home because they almost never go up in value. So there's there's baked into the cake problems. That doesn't mean I would avoid them if they came to me, but I don't go looking for trouble because I'll find it. Uh, another one would be um, – Oh, the guy who's expired 17 times, right? That That's probably not yeah. going to turn into a paycheck. So if you notice yeah. a trend, I forgot the one we started with. What was yours? The for sale by owner says that they're a part-time oh, they agent. Oh, they were an agent. Used yeah. to be an agent or, if yeah. somebody used to be an agent, but I sense that uh, they're real, you know, and they're nice and they're sane and they're smart, I wouldn't hold that against them. But uh, generally speaking, I don't think that's a good sign. Okay. They were, pa- they were trained so poorly, like we all were when we got into real estate, uh, that they failed out of real estate. They may still have a license. But I have listed other realtors' houses, you know. Like there was a guy, a commercial guy. I cold called him. He said, I'm a... He goes, actually, I'm an agent. I'm a commercial agent. And I said, hey, I'd like to uh, – I have an, he's, he said he was an investor. One of the, the house I was calling on was an investment property. And then uh, I ended up do, listing that house and doing transactions with him. And I've referred him business. So that, that turns out sometimes. But, but you never know. And I listed my house with an agent, by the way, when okay. I was an agent because it was just smarter. Okay. So okay. did you have fun on the big, uh, the big talk show here? I sure did. Patty, did you have fun? It was a blast. Always a blast with you, Bob. So uh, once again, we want to thank you, Austin. I'm going to plug you, if I may. You can send your referrals to Rancho Cucamonga, the Greater Fontana Metroplex, uh, to Austin Dossie. Name the other towns around there. Pasadena, do you do that? Yeah, that's that's a little farther west. uh, San Bernardino. San Bernardino, okay. um, yeah, Riverside area. All right, so they can call Austin toll-free day or night at 909-921-3741. I guarantee you he will do a fantastic job. Patty, let's plug Patty, shall we? What's your phone number? My number is 480-286-6400. Now, even though she's my partner, she is a an actual real estate agent also. yes. So she'll do a great job for for you. And uh, thank you so much, all of you. Once again, we want to thank you for joining us today. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can call me directly at 480-385-8810. Please do give us a five-star review of this podcast on iTunes or wherever you saw it. And until next week, these guys know what we always do. We always have fun, don't we, Austin? We sure do. It's easier that way. Always be humble, like Austin is, and above all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. 